What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Tonight, I want to welcome back to the show, Leo Zagami. He walked out from what he perceived as the criminal side of the New World Order and now exposes the dark side of these shadowy factions. He is the author of several books and has made several appearances on InfoWars. Leo, welcome back, and how are you doing tonight? Very well. Thank you for having me back on. Uh, we are living in incredible times. So it's always a pleasure to touch ground with you. Yes, definitely. Uh, incredible times, to say the least. Um, it seems that 2020 was the year to uh, kickstart a plan that was possibly years, decades, maybe even more in the making, uh, a plan to usher in uh, a new era of these controllers design, a uh, new draconian dystopia where the top of the pyramid has complete control over the bottom. Um, and we've all seen the, prog the progression of this since January um, of this, uh, it seems like it's a desperate attempt to roll out this, this pandemic. Um, but lately I've, I've noticed, it seems that things may not be playing out the way they wanted. Um, and as this event is unfolding, we're also experiencing a mass awakening on a scale that I could have never imagined. Uh, I don't know if they just didn't take this into account or if they thought their mass media mind control campaigns would work. Uh, but I feel that there is an enormous pressure building in the hearts and minds of people around the world. And, you know, I, I, I sense that there could be an uprising in the future. And, and who better to discuss this tonight than someone that used to be part of some of these shadowy factions, someone called the Cabal or Illuminati. Leo Zagami, you've been warning about this for years in your books. Uh, you've been talking about this in your talks and on InfoWars. Uh, first, I have to ask, is this the big push and attempt to uh, achieve their vision of complete world domination and control? It is the ultimate uh, moment uh, of truth because we have been uh, discussing it, like you said, for many years. So yes, uh, I've outlined in my book, uh, uh, in various books actually, 2020 as the year in which a plague, a virus will be unleashed, uh, as well as a third world war, which is uh, of course already in progress, even if it's not uh, declared. 
we are living in unprecedented times and also biblical, prophetic times that I have been describing uh, in my books. But uh, of course, uh, these uh, will be seen in years to come as a testimony of these incredible unprecedented times that we are living. I mean, our generation, people like me and you, have the fortune in a way to witness all this. And, uh, and so it's uh, our duty, I guess, to lay it down for posterity. Uh, leaving it uh, can be at times difficult and of course it can be also a challenge. Uh, the fact that of course uh, people like uh, me and others uh, in the so-called conspiracy world uh, had been warning about it, uh, it, it was good because of course we have prepared a lot of individuals to not take things passively and we have seen that here in the US, a lot of people uh, are rebelling to the idea that uh, we just have to stand indoors without asking any questions. Uh, at the same time, of course, uh, we have uh, the danger of a bioweapon, which I have announced right from the start in January. And the last time we talked, I already told you that 2020 was definitely the year, in one way or another, to unleash this plan on mankind. So uh, you say if this is the ultimate push. is a progressive push in which there is many small uh, things that are put into place, but then there is also big ones because this one is uh, a relatively big uh, uh, imposition that uh, is being suffered by uh, three quarters of this uh, planet uh, that have to stay indoors while people in places of power take decisions for us and then we have the so-called scientists that are increasingly responsible for our health but also for our daily lives i mean when you start uh, placing scientists into places of power you are talking about some kind of uh, eugenist uh, uh, civilization which is deciding who has to survive and who who doesn't i mean and which are the rules to follow and what you are allowed to say. Now, um, in this, uh, uh, of course, uh, variety of subjects which we will talk about today, we have, of course, uh, the role of China, the role of China, which is uh, a very important role, just as the role of Russia. These two nations have a specific role and are allied in, in, in their demonic, uh, let's say, pushing the demonic realm. They are both, uh, uh, one at least uh, is a, still a communist country, the other a former communist country, but communism, like I say, and I write in my books, uh, is definitely evil and it's, uh, um, it's Satanism. It's just another way of describing Satanism. And so the CCP, this uh, political party of gangsters that has taken over this uh, uh, this country in reality is just the latest emanation of a much older body of crooks that uh, is in existence and that we often call the Illuminati, like uh, you uh, rightly pointed out at the start of the show. Now, the Jesuits uh, have been embedded with China for almost 500 years, and I talk about it uh, in my latest book that came out uh, last Christmas. Uh, and uh, it's American Renaissance 2.0 and the Missing Link from the Invisible World. In this book, I talk about the famous Chinese controversies that went on for centuries in the Vatican because the Jesuits 
immediately were sent to China at the beginning of this institution in 1540, 1541, when they actually took off from Rome uh, to conquer the world. Ignazio Loyola, who had already forged a few years prior to that a really loyal group of individuals, the first thing he said is uh, uh, go to places like China, India, to these remote uh, uh, locations and uh, become a part of them and, and forge some very strong alliances. Even if you have to compromise with your Christian upbringing, with your Christianity. And so from that moment onwards, uh, the Jesuits took over the Catholic Church. They were the answer to this reformation. They were the counter-reformation of the Catholic Church to punish the Protestant world. And they became uh, century after century more and more dangerous. But their alliance with China has always been critical. Now, why I'm talking about this is because uh, it was on New Year's Eve that a prophetic sign was given. A Chinese woman was slapped by the Pope in St. Peter's Square in front of the whole world in the days following that event. Uh, the uh, Chinese woman uh, was never found again. She completely disappeared. But what happened was that she said some things and she was actually a persecuted Catholic Christian practicing Catholicism in the most traditional way, like for many, for a long time, they have been practicing underground Catholicism since, since 1949, when the Communist Party took over uh, control of China. They had to go underground, they were persecuted. Now, unfortunately, in the last few years, Pope Francis, as he's a Jesuit, he didn't, uh, he didn't want this kind of things to go on, this underground church to strive. He wanted to actually make a deal with the Chinese mob, with these gangsters from the Communist Party. And he ended up doing this deal and basically pushing under the bus the underground church. He accepted the bishops that were nominated by the Communist Party. And so this woman was actually there uh, sending um, a plea to the Pope. She actually did the sign of the cross before she approached the Pope. And when the Pope, uh, in a sort of disdain, when, she, when the Pope, you know, heard, uh, you know, what she was saying, it kind of and then slapped her. And, and, and that made, of course, uh, uh, the news worldwide. But nobody really went uh, into understanding what she was saying, because what she was saying will not fit uh, the narrative of the Vatican, that right in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis, right at the start of it in February, while everybody was starting to get a little bit worried, had a first official meeting since 1949 with China uh, in Germany during a security meeting which is held every year in Monaco. So the, the Pope is not a Christian didn't care about this Chinese Christian, this Chinese Catholic actually, not only a Christian, but a pilgrim that went there to ask. And then look how she was treated. And this is symbolic because then now the Vatican is in the midst of this chaotic moment in which you have seen in the Easter celebration, the Pope stand uh, isolated and alone with this cross uh, that was used in the past for the plagues. Though 
the Pope himself doesn't really believe in Christianity and doesn't believe even in that cross. That's why it's not being used properly, because that cross is a miraculous cross that you should bring with you to the people who need it. It was a cross that a few centuries ago was used during the Black Death, the plague in Rome, and was carried across the streets of Rome, street by street, to heal the people, and was carried by the Pope and his followers, and the procession took days, weeks. The fact that he is simply isolated there is, is, is because the Pope announced himself as the false prophet, the way he actually... Um, celebrated that the whole ceremony was really representing this new order of the church, this new world religion which is uh, being shaped together as we speak. And already last year, like I described in this book in particular, took uh, you know the, the, the last moves with this uh, with these terms that usually were always used by Freemason, human fraternity, brotherhood, all these terms that are obviously Masonic. And then last year, I made another book that was rather prophetic. Watch the back cover of the book with the symbol of the World Health Organization and me in the middle. This is the back cover of volume 6.66, The Age of Cyber Satan, Artificial Intelligence and Robotics. And that's another thing. In the midst of this chaos and of this crisis, the Vatican was actually having the head of IBM and the head of Microsoft meeting there in February uh, for a very important meeting on artificial intelligence. Now, this whole crisis is connected to the gathering of data. The gathering of data. Now, in Italy, for example, the last few days, they're having big problems because people are, are of course, waking up to the fact that this app that they wanted to impose on people, uh, an app called Immuni, if people want to go and Google it, uh, and it was much publicized in the last couple of weeks by the Italian government, is actually secretly financed by China, who is using it to grab data from the Italian citizens. Now, this might happen also in the future in other countries where these apps are used, and where, of course, the Chinese government in some way or another manages to exercise its influence. If they have, of course, not already given up on the whole 5G system by giving into Huawei. You see, people focus too much on the alleged, supposed um, health problems around this 5G. That's complete and utter nonsense, because in the meantime, 5G is being used for a much more diabolical uh, plan, which is to gather all your data, microchip you, and then treat you as cattle in what's going to be the future of humanity under the beast. This is, in synthesis, uh, what has been happening in the last uh, few months. Okay, so I, I want to break down some of this a little bit. Uh, now, you were talking about um, the Pope, and very recently they had the statue of Moloch uh, placed in front of the Colosseum. That's another um, sign, yes. The bringer of plagues, actually. Um, and his chains were released, and this was, I believe, majorly symbolic to what is occurring right now. Because you remember, there's always, was, there's always this dark occult aspect to all these major events that, that are these planned events. Uh, talk a little bit about how that ties into and, and uh, how it works with their 
whatever they believe with these uh, dark occult practices? As you know, as you may know, I was one of the first ones to actually bring up the topic uh, because uh, as I'm Italian, I was capable of immediately interact with my fellow journalists in Rome who were pretty shocked by the statue being placed in the Colosseum. So I was the first one to to break this news, but I was also uh, impressed by the fact that there were a few Catholics and a few Christians that immediately understood the danger of this. When at the end of September and October, the statue was officially then announced to the world, uh, the statue of Moloch, the bearer of plagues, that's how he's known, this uh, diabolic entity. Um, I'm, as I said, I immediately wrote about it. There is actually a whole chapter, again, in this book, which is almost prophetic, because in this book, I actually stated, and I stated also in an article that I wrote around a period, uh, including other heresies, because this uh, kind of like, the heresies went piling up from November, December in Rome. There was also um, an image of Jesus with an erection in front of a little boy in a modern art museum in, in front of the Vatican. There was uh, uh, people singing Bella Ciao communist Marxist song inside the church, which was, by the way, the first church to be closed in Rome for COVID-19, the church of the French in the center of Rome. So. These, uh, uh, when, when I wrote, actually, I don't know, I don't have the words in front of me, but basically I said this, the seven years of tribulation are ending in March because they cal- we calculated from the beginning of the pontificate of Pope Francis, and at the end, there will be a sign in March, you will really see the tribulation because of the blasphemies that the church is inflicting, uh, I mean, that, the, 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 that is inflicting on his people, but also the blasphemies that basically are, uh, the Italians are doing themselves by placing the statue of Moloch, by accepting without uh, uh, any refusal the fact that there was an image in plain display with Jesus with an election in front of a little boy, and everything that can't really, uh, the Marxist song in a church, all this, of course, is an insult towards God. And so after seven years, March was definitely the most devastating year for Italy since the Second World War, as I predicted. And that's why uh, my go very, very, very well, very strong. Actually, I just did it for a joke to have a side channel in Italian because these days I focus most on my English-speaking channel. But suddenly, everything that I have been saying about this virus, even the fact that at the end of January, I immediately saw that the Italians were not respecting the right biohazard measures when they encountered the first couple from Wuhan with this virus. And so I showed a, beer, a video of how it, you know, there were these husband suits and then there was a guy walking along, open shirt, and then there was everything very Italian. But this was the beginning of the end for a country that basically didn't take this seriously. But in the end, uh, we were all fooled to not take it seriously because there were great interests. You see, it was born in Wuhan in a lab setup. It escaped this lab setup either willingly or unwillingly, but willingly it wasn't contained. It was let across the four corners of the world with five million Wuhan citizens going after they celebrated their Chinese New Year. Uh, the Chinese government deliberately didn't stop the spread because either they thought, okay, 
we are in the shit, so let everybody be in the shit, in the same situation. But unfortunately, when you go and study a situation, you see what the Chinese did already in January, then you, you think, hmm, because these guys were already buying enormous quantities of things that they then are now reselling to us or to the West or to the countries in necessity. And they did it at the time. And they even took, imagine, they were so evil to get, for example, the masks that were donated from Italy and then bring them back in March and sell them back to the Italian government for an enormous amount. The, the, the same mask they, they actually got as a gift. The Chinese are the dragon of the apocalypse. They are definitely uh, part of this uh, satanic legion because a satanic legion that wants to be incarnated on earth needs some blind robots that will act, uh, that will act and axe the world with their evil. Now, we have seen in the past that this is not the first time that the Chinese act this way and exercise their influence by using bioweapons. Because in reality, the Chinese are the ones who really have, have used bioweapons more than anyone else in the last few years. Uh, in secret in their bioweapon program the Japanese during the Second World War because they themselves felt victims of biological warfare and so they had to turn things around and become the number one creators of biological warfare. Uh, and, and so they have become very dangerous. At the same time, they have bought their way into the CDC, into the WHO. They took control of virology by uh, making strong alliances with people like Bill Gates. They have uh, welcomed Bill Gates into their scientific community officially in 2017. Um, and Bill Gates is a guy who went just after Moloch was installed in the Colosseum. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was participant uh, on the 11th and 12th of November in a meeting that took place in the Vatican. Uh, together with them, there were other important people from Green Faith to other uh, important also elements from the European Union and so on. And so all the people who are actually now manifesting around us this crisis in one way or another are connected to the Vatican. I mean, Dr. Fauci is a professor from Georgetown University with a Jesuit background. Every, uh, the Bill Gates has been really close to the Jesuits in developing his work. That's why he sent a Microsoft representative to sign this AI ethics treaty in Rome uh, at the beginning of the year, just at the beginning of the crisis. The Pope was actually mysteriously sick during the days they had this AI meeting. And he was mysteriously sick, but he still saw them some people speculate that a vaccine was given in that context to the Pope because a lot of people around him felt sick. So um, this is uh, where they want to go. They want to force this inoculation to then leave a mark, which of course with this uh, microdot tattoo is indelible and becomes uh, like a chip that uh, is a depository for in your information, but also for tracing you. And the moment you are traced, 
uh, on the ground everywhere and anywhere. Already we have the AI working a lot these days to integrate and potentiate their data. But in the next few years, they want to really grab more and more and more and more data. In fact, at the end, when you hear what um, Melinda Gates in particular talks about these days, she's talking about data, data grabbing. She's really obsessed with data. And that is really uh, the, the, the latest invention that was brought out by Microsoft with this 06, 06, 06 patent that everybody's talking about, which is... Uh, that was made only less than a month ago, it was patented, this bodily system that connected to cryptocurrency. And so then the mark of the beast is not only the mark, because then the mark is quantified in something that can then be linked with the whole economic system. When you go and study the book in question, which is the book of Revelation, the Gospel of St. John or the Apocalypse, however you want to call it, you will see that nobody can sell, do any business without this mark. So how are they going to convince the whole world to implement this mark? I think that uh, they have finally arrived to this uh, possibility in a year, which from, right from the beginning I also expressed um, on the Alexion show, I went and I said 2020 is no an ordinary year. It's a year that already symbolically is unifying two numbers, and if interpreted also with uh, Gematria, with Notaricon, so basically with the Kabbalah, it can have uh, quite uh, some interesting, very interesting symbol, uh, symbolism. And that, of course, is a symbolism of transformation, but also of conflict. Now, when we're talking about Bill Gates, uh, I'm wondering if he's at all concerned about the, the negative feedback that he's been getting. People are waking up to this. Um, they, uh, I think there's, that's there's so much pushback right now. He had the video that he did with Ellen DeGeneres uh, removed because of the negative comments that were put on there. Uh, they had the Marina Abramovich thing with Microsoft that got pulled. Uh, there's a lot of pushback right now. How do you think that he's going to be able to implement this with everybody kind of waking up to it? You see, uh, here in America, we are still allowed to wake up to it and still we are able to talk about it and we're still able to actually broadcast live while we're talking, you know, something that is not possible any longer in Europe. In, in Italy, for example, my colleagues, ex former colleagues I used to work with, the people who used to uh, try to make a different form of information of alternative media, they have been all uh, censored and threatened by the authorities. There is now basically censorship uh, that has been implemented by the so-called task forces on COVID-19. So basically, you can't even discuss uh, this whole coronavirus uh, without being allowed uh, uh, with an official permit which is given by the government, which is a completely, of course, Orwellian scenario, but that's what is happening. So I'm very glad that I managed, but of course I knew that I had to flee Italy because already I was in a very precarious situation last year, as you remember, and then if I would have stayed in Italy this year, I would have been arrested. I mean, I will not have been allowed to say basically anything. Uh, people are uh, locked indoors. It's not the same kind of lockdown you have here in the U.S., what we have in Italy. 
In Italy, you have to file, every time you go out of your door, you have to file a report to the police. I mean, I have my mother who has to write a report to the police when she goes and buys the food for her chickens and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. So the, the level of oppression in Europe is much closer to Soviet Union, to Soviet Russia, to, of course, the communist China, because Ch communist China has also, thanks to this new Belt Initiative, brought their influence in into Africa, into Europe, into some countries in, in, in in Southeast Asia, in Asia, generally speaking, even in the Pacific Belt, they, they are trying to buy influence wherever they can grasp it because they want to become the leaders of this new world order. And unfortunately, if we don't stop them in the next few months uh, politically by supporting Donald J. Trump, is our last hope here in the US because Joe Biden is a visible candidate that works for the enemy. I mean, Joe Biden is a self-declared Chinese lover. I mean, he's a, he could be just in a video with David Bowie singing Little China Girl. I mean, the guy is literally, uh, I mean, apart from being affected by dementia, so I don't know how a party can have somebody like this to actually, it means that that party doesn't need really a, can, a thinking candidate, but simply a puppet that has these puppeteers that, of course, have found in Donald J. Trump somebody, somebody who is opposing them. I'm not saying that Trump is a perfect individual. I'm not saying he's the greatest politician of all times, but he's somebody who, at the moment, because of his status as a billionaire, he is different from the ordinary folk like Obama, who you give him 70 million and a book deal, and he, he, he even comes and has dinner or lunch with you, and Let's go. That's what he does because the guy is simply a sellout. When instead, uh, you can't buy a billionaire. And that is the first thing that I actually said to Alex in 2015 when we met in Rome and discussed this whole thing. And I still say nowadays, uh, the, the New World Order can't buy Donald J. Trump. And that is a big uh, it's a big luck for us. It's a great luck that we have as a, as, a, as, a, as a last nation on earth that can oppose this new world order. Though we know that they might attempt to sabotage all this. And the next elections uh, that should happen this year, there is a big question mark because, you know, what kind of elections are we going to have? Are we going to have regular elections? mail-in elections, because that's already something that is going to be tricked. Uh, any other form of election that is not the traditional one might be able to be somehow tricked in favor of Joe Biden. And, uh, and at that point, of course, uh, we will be all uh, locked in our houses with drones over our heads. And, and that's it, guys. It's going to be uh, complete control, but also probably complete chaos because I've seen uh, at the moment uh, uh, going in the streets uh, in the, of the US who are actually complaining for what is happening and uh, making their voice heard will agree 
with Joe Biden and his policies, his pro-China policies. Here we're talking about uh, uh, having to change our complete uh, uh, infrastructure in the next uh, few years. We need to bring back all the jobs that went to China, all the medicines that were made in China, all the things that were made in China have to be made again in the United States of America or in Mexico at least or some, somewhere close. You, you can't deliver anymore to China because you can't trust China politically because they use it for their leverage and for blackmailing us. And uh, they are responsible for this pandemic in one way or another. And they will be sued increasingly by a number of countries. The problem is uh, that this uh, plan uh, made uh, a long time ago with people like Henry Kissinger who are in bed with China, that Bill Gates is in bed with China. A lot of people are in bed with China, including most of Silicon Valley. Now, you are transmitting now by Zoom. Zoom goes through China. Zoom has been used, unfortunately, uh, uh, maybe two weeks ago, during Easter. Christians who were using Zoom for their celebrations, for their Easter celebrations in China, arresting them. Because there is a persecution of Christians going on in China and around the world. And Zoom, unfortunately, seems to be a tool uh, for, for, uh, for, for communist China. Of course, I'm not saying that, I mean, if you are happy professionally with this uh, app, that's okay. I personally promote StreamYard and alternative uh, apps and devices that can be used because of the danger that China uh, is uh, for all of us. I mean, if you are, for example, a government, I mean, we had the British government, the Italian government organizing cabinet meetings, uh, government meetings using Zoom. I mean, how can you, I mean, I don't think that me and you are saying things that are not known to the Chinese government. But <laughs> right. because uh, mainly what I'm talking about, they know very well that I know and they know that I know and that's it. <laughs> but the thing is that the Chinese, if we were uh, using Zoom in China, well, uh, we might have already the secret police at our door, knocking at our door, breaking our door, probably arresting us and persecuting us because the Chinese have also been the ones persecuting all the bloggers and all those journalists who tried to expose this, uh, um, this virus at the very beginning. And if you remember, uh, people didn't just uh, didn't believe in this whole thing. They didn't take, take it really seriously. But... Personally, I think that we should have immediately taken it seriously. And that's why I try to warn people from my channel from the very start, even if... Uh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've lost a lot of viewers also by doing that. Uh, because uh, not everybody accepts the fact that this is also a real threat. Especially when... Uh, it uh, puts into discussion your livelihood and uh, the, the, the fact that you can bring or, or not money at home. Now, uh, when we're, I want to stick on uh, the subject of Trump for a minute. Uh, there are, there's a large portion of the country and even the world right now that are kind of uh, throwing all their hope into this conspiracy theory of... Trump is going to save us all with this secret faction of white hats I mean, uh, called QAnon. Now, listen, man. <laughs> that's why I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, I, I myself am not on the QAnon train, so I'd just like to get my guest's thoughts on, you know, what's going on here. Well, people know very well that before QAnon ever existed or came into action, Leo Zagami was there and Leo Zagami was supporting this president since even before he was even nominated and he started to run for his presidency. We were backing him with Italians for Trump. And of course, I have for many years, almost 20 years worked trying to expose what will happen in 2020 and everything that has been happening. So QAnon is a relatively new phenomenon. Uh, there is a certain people that think uh, that QAnon is not, of course, a person. And they're right, because QAnon is actually a number of people. And the initial QAnon was immediately hijacked. The initial people from the intelligence community that brought out the idea were hijacked. And the ones... Uh, who took over the show are disinfo agents working for psychological operations uh, and, and they do it. Uh, I mean, of course, in a way they favor Trump, but in a way they are actually discrediting people like me or Alex or others because by uh, building up these fairy tale conspiracies that never happen and that uh, is always like a promise. So we are about to arrest everybody. Oh, yes, so we have, uh, well, yeah, don't worry, lay back, uh, trust the plan, and all this rubbish. Well, it's just deactivating uh, the anger of the human being in a difficult situation and trying to place this disinfo to calm them down. How many people will have probably taken to the streets or, 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 or did something maybe more uh, daring if they didn't believe in the QAnon rubbish. QAnon is, uh, let's say, it's like me giving you a sweet with written uh, Trump on it and you, and you eat it and say, oh, nice, sweet. But then at the end, the sweet is finished. And, and, and what do you have left? Nothing. Because most of the times, there is, of course, some truth in what QAnon says, because, you know, you can't make a fairy tale like that believable if you don't insert some real elements. And so there is some real elements about uh, what Trump has done against, uh, for example, the pedophilia elite, against human trafficking. We have seen unprecedented actions in the last few years that uh, really have uh, um, made of Trump somebody who is really fighting uh, uh, this uh, new world order and, and also Hollywood that has really come out in the open since he was elected, showing how vicious they are, how ugly they are, and, and how much hate they have 
not only for Trump, but for the very idea of America. So that's why I don't take uh, very seriously QAnon. Uh, the, the concept Q was actually built uh, by a book that came out from an anonymous group uh, called, uh, uh, I think, uh, now I can't re even remember the name, but the, the book was called The Q, and it came out in 1999 by this anonymous group um, in Italy. And then there was also another guy in Italy who went on TV, on the same TV show I used to be in uh, called Mistero. And this guy went on always with a mask, he never showed himself. And then I exposed him because I discovered that the guy doing all that was just an actor and that he had a team of authors behind him. Well, QAnon is like this. It's uh, a team of people, but I think that the service they're doing to this country is now not really uh, helping us. And I mean, you know, naturally, you know, you know me, I'm a pro-Trump person, but uh, when it comes to QAnon, I really get disappointed how people have believed in his lies over and over again. And I hope that now they are, they are realizing maybe that uh, all these promises never come to fruition, they will maybe uh, stop for. Let's talk about some of the reasoning that these psychopaths have for doing this. Now, what, what I can think of off the top of my head, of course, is more control, surveillance, global surveillance, uh, mandated vaccines, uh, more control over the internet, social they media. Want to have a con they want to have control over everything. For Just example, they want to have control over information. They have a disinfo agent in China who works for them 24 hours a day. It's called Benjamin Fulford. He lives in Japan. He works for them. And he, he fills up the internet with the most uh, demented conspiracy theories that never happen. Then we have, for example, QAnon. But then they have their own control, the, the control that is exercised, of course, through apps, uh, through the fact that they can go in your computer, they can see everything about you these days. And at the same time, now they have drones that can fly over you and control. Now, the, this unprecedented state of quarantine uh, will be lived in the next few months in a different way everywhere in the U.S., mainly because of our federal system. So the main enemy that China and the World Health Organization that works for the U.N. that would like to take over the U.S. have at the moment is actually our federal system. Because this federal system makes it very difficult for them to control the whole thing. Yes, they can control California. Yes, they can control maybe another couple of libertad states or cities. But then the majority of Americans uh, will realize that at one point or the other, we have to choose. We have to choose between going back to work and risking our lives, which of course will happen, and suffering the, the, the economic collapse, which of course will be even more deaths. So what's going to happen then uh, in the next few months is going to decide uh, where we're going, both as a nation, as human beings, because the problem is that once you're sick, you'll be, through a chain of events, you will end up with the mark of the beast. Now the mark of the beast is indelible, and once you have done that, and Bill Gates of hell has welcomed you in his world, yes, you will be able to go to the stadium again. Yes, you will be able to go to the restaurant again. 
yes, you'll be able to take an airplane again, but you will never be able to see Leo Zagami again or to see you or anybody else because they're going to have really so much control over the people at that point. Uh, that is really what shocks me. People are really uh, obsessing on the frequencies of 5G and, okay, guys, but are you not afraid of what is happening here? That soon they're going to ask you to install an app to go to the restaurant, to go to the stadium, to go everywhere. Are you going to place this app on your phone? Because what happened in South Korea is pretty scary. Initially, they said, oh, you're not, you're not obliged to put this app. You're not obliged to follow this advice. And then after they make it obligatory, and now if you actually leave the phone at home, they come there, arrest you, and put you in a bracelet. This is what happens in South Korea, not in China. So it's like the app is the, stage, the next stage for cyber Satan to gather this, that info. That's why IBM... Microsoft, they were all going to the Pope. What they're doing with the Jesuits is to implement a society in which cyber Satan will take over. The artificial intelligence helped out by robots and the majority of mankind that is still surviving after all this will be placed under virtual reality. We are basically living more or less in a sort of matrix situation because the, the virtual reality is also another big problem that is going to soon be unleashed on the world in the age of coronavirus. We're already seeing massive censorship that has uh, ramped up even more since this, this coronavirus began. Facebook, YouTube, deleting videos, uh, every, almost every other post I can scroll across when I'm looking at Facebook, there's a fact check that takes down the post uh, if it's about you know, coronavirus or anything going on right now. Uh, we have Google uh, and major tech companies monitoring everybody's phones and sending locations to certain agencies so they can know if you're staying at home. Um, we're already seeing this major takeover, this tech takeover of our privacy. Um, and when we look at the things that Trump is attempting to do, can he do anything to, to stop any of this? Is it possible? Well, Trump is uh, trying uh, together with his family. Yeah, he's not alone because uh, let's remember that he works in close collaboration with his sons, with his daughter, a sort of dynasty. He's trying to uh, oppose all this. But we have to always understand that he's limited by what, uh, of course, are big pharma and the military industrial complex, which are these uh, two big players that, of course, uh, uh, are uh, behind this whole uh, COVID-19 crisis uh, together with people like Bill Gates, which is, of course, uh, a part of a uh, family of eugenists and, 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 of course, of people who have been placed there. Uh, Bill Gates has been placed there. Let's remember what happened in the 90s when his dominant position was put uh, into discussion. I still remember when many countries around the world, Europe, uh, but many other countries, started to uh, give big fines to Microsoft for the dominant position and all that. Microsoft maintained its dominant position because of the fact that, uh, of course, Bill Gates was a member of the, of the elite. 
And uh, we have seen Bill Gates with Bonobox. We have seen Bill Gates with all the famous people. And now, of course, we understand better Madonna and her performance at the, the Eurovision context a year ago. When I left Italy last year, I remember that, uh, that performance uh, with the mask and, uh, and then uh, the, 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 the gas mask for the use also for biological warfare, then this crown that she had, crown, corona, it's also crown. Then she came out in June with uh, Madame X, uh, and the back cover, she's uh, typewriting on a corona typewriter. Um, Madonna was, of course, uh, using predictive programming there. And Madonna, in fact, is a participant uh, as a donor together with others to his uh, Accelerator COVID-19 program. Uh, and she went public on her Instagram uh, with a T-shirt with a Jesus, which actually was a Satan, with the horns, a Mephisto style. And that also uh, immediately makes you understand the level of blasphemy of these people. It's not only, see, all the things we have discussed in this show can be interpreted geopolitically, and that's it. But they have to all be interpreted geopolitically and religiously to have the complete picture as the Illuminati have. Because if you claim to be smart and say, oh, but I don't believe in that stuff, that's a religious stuff, <laughs> and, uh, that's it. That's when the Illuminati, they, have, they already got it, they already won. The trick the devil wanted to uh, is to, be, to make you believe it doesn't exist. That's the main trick of the devil, but it's also the main trick of the Illuminati who work with him, from all those secret societies that for years have tried to denounce. Now, some people will say, but how did you know in volume two of your confessions that you published uh, five, six years ago here in America and you published many years ago in Italy that in 2020 there would be a plague, a virus? I've said it in my books. I mean, I've written it. So people say, how, how comes? Because, of course, in the Illuminati, in the secret societies, which I was part of, part of this new world order, it was known that they were about to unleash this plan, which was based, by the way, it was based on a program that was devised by a computer at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in the early 70s. The whole plan, plan was elaborated, and then in 1992 they devised the Agenda 21, and then they go towards Agenda 2030. But uh, let's remember that when they said Agenda 20, <laughs> say Agenda 21, what does it mean, Agenda 21? It means 2021, guys. So next year, the agenda laid down in Brazil in 1992 by the United Nations and the Vatican-led New World Order is coming into fruition in one way or in another. And you, uh, of course, you uh, seem to be a little bit skeptical. I remember in the last uh, transmission we did together, but I think you are a little bit less skeptical now after the latest events. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I, and when you're referring to skeptical as in the, the dangers of the, the, the virus, or no, you, no, no, skeptical in regards to the 2020 being a critical year. Oh, no, I, 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 I felt that 2020 was going to be a critical year, definitely. Um, I always had that gut feeling. Um, now, what else we're seeing right now? We're seeing people um, 
waking up, we're seeing people realizing that uh, a lot of this has been planned. Um, a lot of people that we wouldn't expect to have been waking up. What do you see go occurring in the near future? There's two different camps on this. Um, people are completely divided. Do you see any kind of uh, uprising or civil war type situation that could play out? Well, you see, I've, in my books, I, the latest one, I tried to explain how this whole situation could go either one direction or the other. I mean, we can go towards an American renaissance with Trump managing to finally take over the show and getting everything back on track. Or we can go towards the other direction, which I've also mentioned at the start of the show, and I talked about Joe Biden, which will be for us, Patriots derailing from 1776 for the mondialists, for the globalists, it will be the ultimate achievement because they will have uh, another Obama, basically. Michelle Obama will probably be vice president. That's what they're trying to implement. And, and, and then at that point, it will be Barack Obama, the Antichrist, the original Antichrist that I've mentioned many years ago on an article I wrote at Rance.com in 2007. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a possible antichrist, but then there is another Antichrist figure that has raised to dominance in the last year or so, and it's Greta Thunberg. If you think about it, this virus is the biggest present that George Soros and the globalists and Bill Gates and everybody else could give her because the world is actually doing exactly what she wanted. We are not taking our cars anymore. We, our oil, the oil, oil is actually worth nothing, so I don't know about electric cars. There's no convenience about that. But in, in any case... We are, we are paralyzed, uh, and so um, this, this, this whole thing has, uh, has forced us into an obligatory quarantine that also serves another purpose, though. As I told you uh, just earlier, uh, the subject of virtual reality. Uh, 10 million VR glasses were sold last year. There is more and more people getting into this virtual reality. There is a lot of dangers, especially now that most new mobile phones can be adapted. And at that point, the dangers, though, uh, are also mental health, aside from myopia, whatever affects your eyes later on, but the mental health and the fact that they want to enslave you. They want to completely enslave you and they want you to you know, once they have all your data, they know what you like, they know your taste, they know everything about you. And uh, Elon Musk is trying also some kind of computer brain interface and all this. So all the Silicon Valley mafia is just going along with this plan. Now, the only way to pose it in the end times is just to read the Bible, read the, the, the New Testament, read what St. John, John of Patmos has written, or whoever has written this book of Revelation, some people then have an idea that, uh, of course, uh, um, 
we are in front not only of uh, an event, uh, like I said, a geopolitical event, but a religious event. And the way we have to front this event is by, first of all, uh, regaining the power of prayer, and then on top of that, our faith, which is not on, uh, you know, in a particular terrestrial institution, the same time scenario, but it has to be a, a true faith in God, in the good side, uh, that can protect us from uh, Corona, Corona 666. If you translate this, uh, uh, as you know, with you get 666. So this is a sign. It's a sign that this virus is definitely um, a way of imposing an anti-Christian modality to mankind. The problem is, though, that a lot of people, unfortunately, for necessity and for getting the next plane to the next conference or whatever, no, what not, or the next football match or the next whatever, they will accept the mark of the beast. Now, from the moment they accept the mark of the beast, that starts the problem that might lead to what you mentioned earlier on uh, with the, the civil unrest, the possible conflict. The conflict is going to be based on people rejecting the mark of the beast. We have already seen the first signs uh, in, uh, with, uh, with people going around the last few days, uh, especially you brought up also people opposing, of course, Marina Abramovich. They had to bring down the video after two days. Uh, people opposing uh, Bill Gates more and more in his many appearances. Uh, and, uh, but what was uh, Marina Abramovich really promoting? She was promoting virtual reality. So the virtual prison, which is being constructed right now by the elite, to also bring them to the stage of immortality. That's another topic of great importance here that you have to understand. Because the Illuminati now have the technology to upload their brains into computers that live for eternity, and they know that. And so China is uh, their ally in all this, but uh, let's remember, for example, Sarah Ferguson from the royal family coming here nearby in Arizona last summer for that big... Uh, uh, enormous data center with solar panels to upload her brain and the brain of the royals because that's what they want to do in a sort of transcendent situation like we have seen in the film with Johnny Depp. So this is where the future is heading for is cyber Satan and we need to stop it now. We need, of course, to rediscuss also the subject of uh, ethics in AI, because if the people in charge of the ethics in AI are the perverts of the Vatican, what kind of ethics uh, you want to have? There is no ethics in the hands of those criminals. We are basically giving the AI in the hands of a bunch of pedophiles. The worst enemies of our families, of our children, are taking control of the society. And that's why they're making more acceptable pedophilia, more acceptable, uh, acceptable all their vicious ways and their perversions. Yes, we, uh, we can definitely see that in all forms of media. Um, many of the shows you see on Netflix, um, a lot of promoting of uh, occult, witchcraft, pedophilia, things like that. Um, now, for the last few minutes uh, uh, we have, I'd like to get your thoughts on the situation with China. There's been some saber-rattling um, talk of you know, Trump saying it's the Chinese virus and there's, there seems to be little doubt anymore that it was a biologically made uh, virus. Do you think that there's a possibility of a war with, with China anytime in our future? 
Absolutely. The moment in which uh, you will have a number of countries suing in the trillions of China, you think China is going to pay them back? No, China is going to simply declare war because that's the only way of getting out of it. So you see, the, 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 the thing is here we have uh, in America a great way to repay China. We just have to cancel our debt with China, which is trillions. In any, anyway, we have really a couple of trillions probably of money lent from China to us that has bought our national debt. That would be enough, really, to silence us as Americans. Um, but China will never uh, accept that, I think. Uh, or they will not even accept uh, what Germany has just sent uh, earlier today. They sent them a lawsuit, and China immediately was like, ah! Now, now, if that's, I mean, we have, how many states are in the U.S.? I mean, imagine, 50 lawsuits are already on the way. Then you have Great Britain. Yeah. And all these other countries that are starting to wake up, Australia is thinking of a massive lawsuit. And they have been in bed with China for the last 20 years, increasingly giving more and more of their infrastructure dependency on, on China and also uh, building uh, commercial links that should have never been be built. The problem with the British intelligence now, or with the Queen and the British intelligence, is that they finally realize that that war that they have been fighting for a long time in Hong Kong with those people and then in the end they gave back Hong Kong to, well, they might have outsmarted them. And now even Great Britain and their Commonwealth is in a position of, of, uh, of course, uh, of rediscussing their whole thing, uh, the whole relationship. In fact, it, in, in fact uh, the, the actual MI6 has uh, um, sent out a note saying that they are rethinking of their position internationally with China, but also internally with MI5. I mean, you're talking about a nation that is trying to grasp in every way possible our communica uh, communication and data structures. That's why they're interested in 5G. 5G is the ultimate data tool. 5G will make out of all of us antennas for the new world order, okay? So now, Ladies and gentlemen, who are watching me now, forget all your bullshit about 5G. Blah, blah, blah. You are going to simply become an antenna for the new world order. Do you want that or you don't want that? No. That is the thing. And, and, and that's why we have to focus on the data problem that China is demonstrating they're interested in. They want to grasp everything from us because ultimately the new world order game in 10 years from now is played with transhumanism and transhumanism uh, like Ray Kurzweil also is teaching us uh, Ray Kurzweil, uh, as you know responsible also for Google is about a DNA connection collection and working this unity between man and machine that eventually will unleash the cyborgs of the future so that's going to happen in 10 years from now. In the meantime, we have to survive the next 10 years, which will see the beginning of the Third World War, which will last until approximately 2050. So you have in front of us 30 years of war. Wow, that is a quite frightening future. Um, I'm hoping that we can somehow turn this around collectively. We, we could um, turn that around collectively if... Uh, and nobody, nobody bought immediately Chinese and refused any kind of deal with China, 
but the problem is like this there's always somebody who wants to who doesn't you know who will uh, work uh, with the devil will work on the dark side uh, will uh, sell his soul the, the thing is in the next 10 years they want to grab our souls I know if you remember that famous soul catcher 2025 kind of thing you know it's about catching your soul and then that's what Satan, Cyber Satan wants. We have to stop all that. China is only a tool of the demonic, it's not the demonic. So we need to understand how we can fight this enemy, which is kind of insinuating itself through China. But in reality, we are talking with an enemy which is much more powerful. Artificial intelligence, whenever we have experimented with artificial intelligence, like 10 years ago, Facebook, Apple, these companies had big problems when they experimented with artificial intelligence because the first thing they started to do when they were made independent was to fight mankind, destroy mankind, hate mankind. They literally, so, so I mean, it's pretty clear now. So imagine if suddenly we discover that behind the President Xi Jinping, behind all these people, there is simply an AI device imparting orders to these people. That is a quite an intriguing thought. Uh, Leo, this, this was very important information. Uh, I encourage everybody to share this. Before you head out, if you have any uh, messages of encouragement, and also let people know uh, if they're interested in getting your books where they can find them. First of all, I would like people to go to my website where I daily uh, put uh, articles, upload videos, uh, theleozagami.com. I invite people also to I drop a donation every now and then to my PayPal uh, or visit my YouTube channel. Um, and then, of course, we have the books. The books are important, and not because I simply are here to sell books like a car salesman, but because at one point or another, in the next 10 years, you will discover that even what you are reading is controlled, and if what you're reading is on a computer or on a smartphone device, eh, you want to have the independence to read a book without knowing there is somebody reading it with you. And it might not even be a human being that is following you. You might have snatches which are at that point artificial intelligence spies that are working, following you every move and trace, every, move, every moment of the day. So books are fundamental because they are outside of all this digital world. In an analogic world, that we should grab again this analogic reality. So, uh, first of all, uh, books, not only mine, but all books are very important, and we should uh, learn to appreciate books again, especially during this quarantine, during this forced time that we have at home. Instead of wasting our time watching reruns of hideous shows, learn from the books. Because what you learn on the books, you will never learn on simply a page or a video on the internet. Second, my prayers go with all the people who are suffering now for this sickness, which is a terrible sickness. I have friends of mine who have been affected in Italy and who have fortunately managed to get out of intensive care, others who have unfortunately died. So from my own personal experience in Italy, this is a terrible sickness, but it's also my personal experience uh, the fact that here in the U.S. we don't have the same problems as uh, Italy and Europe because we have much bigger spaces. Uh, 
Remember that this sickness really works out, I mean, this kind of biological weapons really work if you have everybody climbing on each other, like Chinese people living in a very restricted space, like New York, for example. When you start having bigger spaces, and uh, then it becomes more difficult for this uh, sickness to, to be so aggressive and stuff. But we might have a second wave, and it might be worse than the first one, for the simple fact that when the Spanish influenza came, the second wave was the one that really, boom, stroke millions. So we need to never get our guard down, but at the same time, we can't be like uh, those Italians or Europeans or other countries in the world that just bow down to the Chinese and say everything is fine, we're gonna stay at home and believe in all the rubbish that the mainstream media is feeding us every day. We need to think with our mind of their own. When we see those Chinese drones flying over our head, we do like the guy in the film, they live, we shoot them down. And that's Hell yeah. <laughs> that's it and then when it comes down to your own health remember that when you have a problem the main help can come from Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit prayers even when you think that you are about to be defeated by this virus or by uh, the people that of course are imposing and using this virus for their own evil means remember that in the end times there will be also those who follow Jesus, who follow the Messiah, who follow the good side, who might be less than the majority of people and unfortunately will follow the evil side because a lot of people will simply compromise to go next year to Las Vegas and play again at the casino or have fun. That's the problem here. So it's a big, it's really a big choice. And we're gonna maybe see in the future divided communities and the, the birth of our community more in which we can finally start to live again in a normal way, but without uh, uh, interacting with the outside world, because unfortunately the outside world is gonna be more and more checkpoints, controls, microchips, and all that. And I personally want to, I mean, I'm really telling all the people who are watching me, uh, why give up your freedom for uh, a restaurant? Uh, concert I think for me there is no other thing like freedom and uh, that's it if I came here to the United States uh, as an immigrant is because of the Statue of Liberty that represents the freedom which has to stay inherently with each American so thank you for giving me this possibility today Greece and God bless you all thank you so much Leo and we'll have you back on sometime soon and you have thank a great night thank you very much